Hello, I'm Kelly Slivka, and you're listening to the Science Line Podcast. This is the sound of science. Pigeons are better flyers. Hawks are basically B-52 bombers. They've got the size, they've got the strength. They're not... Maneuverability, especially in the trees, sucks. Mm. These guys will corkscrew through the branches. This one and his brother there, the other brown one. Uh Hold on to Jocko! William McLeod, a New York City real estate broker, is the proud father of two pigeons who live in Manhattan's Washington Square Park. I found them as babies and I raised them. And then re-released them into the park. So, this is Jiggy. That's his brother Jocko. Where'd you you find them? I found them over by the arch. So, I think what happened was, I think a predatory bird, it might have been... Bobby the hawk, when he first moved in, had gra- somehow grabbed the whole nest or something happened. They were there screaming bloody murder. I sat and watched them for a while. The parents didn't come to get them. I finally stuck them in my bag, stuck them in my coat, brought them home, hand raised them. When, when the birds them, learned to fly, William released them into the park because he'd rather they be free than caged. They were starting to stretch their wings and fly, so I taught them how to fly. Wow, so do they recognize you? Oh, 100%. Really? They Pigeons are, I've... They have phenomenal visual acuity, phenomenal memory. Like, I've stood over by the fountain and freaked people out because all of a sudden I'll see one of them coming and my arm just, like, Jicky will come running or flying and my arm comes up and he just lands right on it. And people are like, and I explained to him, I said, well, technically, it's not that they're my pigeons, I'm their human. Which makes William one rare mm, bird. Because most humans don't want anything to do with pigeons. How I feel about pigeons is summed up by what the Germans call them, which I think is Flugelkatze, which means rats with uh, flying rats. That's pretty much how I feel too, because I'm more terrified of rats, but then everyone makes that analogy that pigeons are rats of the sky, so that only like terrifies me more. Whenever I hear, like I don't even have to see them, but I hear that little that thing outside my building and it just causes me to like tense up and I get like just oh I just wish these things would freaking go away I heard they have some sort of disease Mm -hmm. disease not according to William what really annoys me are the people who sit there and talk about all the horrible diseases you can get from handling a pigeon most of the diseases don't come from the pigeons but come from the poop and not even the poop it's bacteria and mold that will grow on the poop He's right. The New York City Department of Health has no documented cases of diseases being transmitted from pigeons to humans. So there's really, it's, it's a myth that was created by um, exterminators as an excuse to make more money. And there are humane ways to get rid of pigeons to keep them out of, them, keep them out of wherever you want to, because killing them doesn't do anything. If you kill, if I was to come in tomorrow as horrible as it sounds, with poison and poison every single pigeon in this park. The next day, there'd be a whole new group of pigeons here. That's exactly the problem New York's Metropolitan Transportation Authority is trying to deal with. They're out to rid Roosevelt Island's subway station of all pigeons. Roosevelt Island sits between Manhattan and Queens. Strange noises can now be heard at the top of the very long escalators that bring subway riders to the surface from where the subway passes under the East River. The noises are a mix of hawk calls and pigeon distress calls meant to scare pigeons away. They're coming from speakers installed in the station by an MTA contractor called Bird Be Gone. 
Bird Beacon bills itself as a humane bird removal company. I asked Xander Brown, who's director of marketing for Bird Begone, to imitate pigeon distress calls so I could be sure I had heard them right. Are you sure that you cannot <laughs> reenact what it sounds like? <laughs> Not if you're putting it on the radio, I can't. <laughs> It's it's a bird. It's definitely a bird call. You're not going to confuse it with a pig squeal or a human or anything like that. It's definitely a bird noise, but it sounds like a bird squeal. It sounds like a bird that got caught by a hawk already. Then there's the hawk call, uh, and it it sounds like a hawk out out hunting, and it's something very recognizable to the pigeons. Right. So something like call. I mean, <laughs> I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, what yeah. They it's sound. a little more high pitched than that. They okay. have a pretty high-pitched scream, but it, it reacts as a as both a scare and and a nervous at the same time. So pigeons are, are one of the easier ones to take care of, uh, only because they've been around for so long, and there's so many of them that we've learned a lot of uh, really effective and humane tricks to get rid of them. Why are so many people trying to get rid of pigeons? Well, <clears throat> there are a few reasons. Uh, definitely one of them. Uh, in business cases are is the mess they leave. It also, um, bird feces carries up to 60 transmittable diseases. Diseases that Xander says are especially dangerous around buildings like hospitals. He makes it clear, though, that he has no personal beef with the birds. You know, we all love birds. You know, we're not, we don't dislike birds. Our goal is to, you know, humanely move them somewhere else in a location that's safe for them, like in New York Central Park, as opposed to off of you know, major streets and in front of major buildings where they create a problem. Back on Manhattan's Upper West Side, I met Rita McMahon. She runs the Wild Bird Fund, New York City's only wildlife rehabilitation organization. Rita and some volunteers are a couple weeks away from opening an office space that will be their first rehab center. The basement of the office space is packed with rehabilitating pigeons. Yeah, how often do people bring pigeons? Oh, every day, pretty much. That's the main clientele we have. Do most of the pigeons have a specific issue when they come yes. in? Yes, yes. Uh, many of them are just young. But this one had lost its feathers, it was young. It looks much better now. We have broken legs, broken wings, broken feet, you know. Rita agrees with William McLeod that the people who bring her pigeons have basically no reason to worry about getting diseases. Avian diseases are avian diseases. They spread from bird to bird. We have more danger dealing with a dog or a cat than we do a bird. But every major health department has said pigeons pose no health risk to humans. William is living proof of that. He doesn't flinch as he lets Jocko grab almonds right from his mouth. Just what? Ate, what was he eating out of your almonds. mouth? Almonds. Almonds out of your mouth. Is that a special treat for them? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny is, once I give Jocko almonds, uh-huh. I have black oil sunflower seeds, which Jicky will eat. But if you notice, once he knows I have almonds, he won't touch the black oil sunflower seeds uh-huh. because the almonds are better. They're, they're, they're tastier. You need to go down for a minute because you have to poop. <laughs> That's not going down. This podcast has been brought to you by ScienceLine.org. I'm Kelly Slivka. Thanks for listening.